I'm the author of the ADA. I am totally committed to supporting Hillary Clinton for president. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. Hope you're having a great day. Special shout-out to my friend, Yoshiko Dart. Yoshiko, I know you're saying hi to me right now, but Yoshiko Dart, widow of Justin Dart, is still carrying the flag. Such a great leader she is. And also, Cavestro and Highmark, thank you very much for being sponsors of this show. So, today, I have a great show. I have two people on that I just think the world of, and such a great organization. Today, we have the honor of having Mike Schneck, chair of the board of Variety, the Children's Charity, and Charlie LaValle, the chief executive officer of Variety. Um, And by the way, I'm very honored that I serve on this board. So, Charlie and Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Joyce. Uh, Mark, Mike, I'm going to start with you. I know how thrilled and surprised everyone was when someone of your fame and stature, a Pittsburgh Steeler, contacted us and asked us if you could be involved. As a matter of fact, when they told this at the board meeting, it was like, wow, are you kidding me? You know, everyone was so thrilled. Um, and by the way, that's just so gracious of you, what you did, uh, because it's always so exciting. You know, you hear all the terrible things about uh, sports heroes, and it's so great to have you on the show. So, why is the question? Why did you get involved? Well, first off, you got the Pittsburgh Steeler part correct, but I don't know about the fame part. But, um, you know, I, I grew up in Milwaukee, uh, went to the University of Wisconsin. My dad was on the board of the uh, Variety uh, chapter in Milwaukee for about 35 years. He and his friends helped start the golf tournament there to help raise money. Uh, and so it's something that I grew up with. Um, you know, and my dad was gone on a weeknight. Um, I always asked my mom where he was, and he was at a variety board meeting. Okay, what's a variety? Um, so you started understanding how my dad volunteered his time, um, uh, you know, donated money, donated time, um, and what was important to my parents, um, and one of that was uh, helping, uh, you know, kids and kids with disabilities. Um, so after my rookie year, um, I had kind of gotten my feet under me and kind of, you know, knew I might be around here for a little bit. I knew I needed to get involved, and I knew uh, the only charity I knew of, uh, not knowing that it was the original um, founding uh, chapter of Variety, uh, I reached out to Variety and said I wanted to get involved uh, back in uh, the spring of 2000. So, you know, it's just the, uh, you know, what I grew up with. It's it's all I knew. Well, you know what, Mike, I mean, uh, as I, Mike, as I said before, we have so many athletes, you know, in the news, whether it's in the NFL, baseball, NHL, how often do you hear some terrible story that just gets you so upset? And I just want to say again, it's just so great to be able to talk about you in the United States uh, and just what a great person you are. And thank you because you're a role model 
for those children you're talking about. Well, thanks, Joyce. I mean, it's uh, you know, thank you for all you do, and it's just a, it's a great organization, and I'm proud to be a part of it. So, Charlie Lavalley, our CEO, and uh, what do you call that? Chief enthusiastic officer. officer. <laughs> and that you are. Let me tell you what: if you would meet this man, ball of fire is putting it mildly. I mean, he's just like a force. He's a force. I mean. Unbelievable, and if you aren't excited about variety and you met him, you will be. So, Charlie, how about if you tell our listeners what Variety the Children's Charity is and what the mission is? Sure. Thanks, Joyce, and thanks for all that you do on the board and all that you have advanced. And really, you know, Mike and I want to just recognize you and celebrate your work being asked by the United States State Department to go to South Korea and advise them on hiring people with disabilities. We're just so privileged, Mike and I, to be in partnership with you and all that you're doing. So thank you for having us. But um, I just want to pause again and recognize that great accomplishment. And I loved how that one newspaper article finished about you. Have you ever thought of Mongolia? So who knows where else you'll be in the world for advancing the cause of people with disabilities. But we're grateful to share in partnership with you. Variety the Children's Charity is focused on kids with disabilities. And what we know is that is happening for many of our children with disabilities is that they're left out, left behind, not included, not having the same experiences as their typical peers, not being able to discover the possibilities that typical kids can. So what we're committed to is to enabling children with disabilities to live life to the fullest, to give them opportunities so that they discover their potential, whether it's a piece of adaptive equipment like a bike, a stroller, a communication device, or having peak moment experiences like riding in Pittsburgh's uh, Labor Day parade or going to the Halloween party at Covestro or the holiday party at Highmark. We're committed to providing experiences and equipment that transform the children's lives and their families. And I just want to say about that, that... If you have been to any of those events, it is just life-changing. I mean, seeing these young, we'll talk about Halloween first since it's soon coming upon us. Many of these children, they never get to trick or treat. They never get to go around in the neighborhood with their siblings house to house. Here we go. First of all, these kids go to Cavestro to this Halloween party with more elaborate costumes than anyone I've seen, including all the kids that come to my house. And, you know, one, at one event, this young man came over to me and he said, you know, Joyce, I never thought I'd have the day that I could go with my brother and celebrate Halloween. And that means so much to me. I'm pointing that out because it isn't just the children that are impacted at Variety. It's their family. It's also their family. And I think that is something that we forget, but it makes such an impact when your kids can be included with your other children or your siblings. Um, So, Mike... 
you have, in my opinion, transformed the board of directors. But I thought maybe you could take a minute to tell our listeners a little bit about the leadership of the board. Sure. So obviously, I, I sit as the chair. Um, I have a, a, a great partner uh, and president, um, and Deb Rice Johnson from Highmark. Um, she and I are great yin and yang, um, and, and she is so committed. And, and you know, the things that she's been able to help us accomplish, um, I don't know if anybody else could. Um, and then obviously, we have a, an amazing board governance chair and yourself, um, Jess Gallardini from JRG, uh, Keith Loisal from CDL Medical, Mark Pittman from Wells Fargo. Um, Dave Wessel from uh, Power Pros, you know that's that's our executive board, and the rest of our board, um, you know, it, it's pretty diverse, and, and I'm just really excited. Oh, I'm sorry, and Jerry McCleary, obviously um, uh, from from Covestro, um, you know, it's just a very engaged board, you know, with everything that's happened over the last couple of years with the, the different programs. Um, I'm just excited about how motivated people are uh, and everything that's really happening. And a lot of that can't happen without uh, Charlie uh, and our amazing staff as well. Uh, they can't be forgotten. I mean, they, they're really the ones that keep everything moving day to day. But um, we have great leadership at the top, uh, great sponsors from, you know, Highmark and, and PNC and Covestro, uh, among many others, um, that make all this happen. And I just try and, uh, I guess, uh, hang on to the reins and, and hopefully guide it, you know, continue to move forward with uh, the help of Charlie. Okay. Hey, before we get a break, here's a quick question from Sarah in Kentucky. Um, and it is, do you find it difficult to get parents involved with their children, or do you find that they are embarrassed? And, Charlie, you can take that one. Sure. Happy to. Um, no, we don't find the parents are embarrassed. I mean, depending on the severity of the disability, many of our families, the moms and dads and brothers and sisters, are very stretched. And then if there become socioeconomic challenges, like living in poverty, like we'll talk about this later, but 19%, one out of five of our kids who receive an adaptive bike are living in poverty. That's a stark figure. Uh, but no, our families are anxious for opportunities. What, what the key is is to get the word out about what is available for them because many of the families don't know they could get an adaptive uh, bike or an adaptive stroller or a communication device for a child who's nonverbal. So that's where really the community comes in. I don't find the families are embarrassed. They're looking for help. They're just like any other parent who wants, like Mike has three kids, and he wants his three kids to develop to their fullest, to be the people they're meant to be. Our parents of kids with disabilities are the same way. They just want their kids to be able to have the fullest life they can. So for us, really, it's mobilizing the community to get these fantastic opportunities out there. But the parents are absolutely looking for ways to maximize their children's lives. And, as I said before, are so gracious and grateful and oh my goodness they're so appreciative um, and once again just as mike said deb rice johnson thank you so much for all you do you are a champion and with that we're going to get ready to go to break if you just joined us we're talking to mike schneck chairman of the board of variety the children's charity and Charlie LaValle, the Chief Executive Officer. This is Joyce Bender 
America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show if you just joined us, we're talking to Charlie LaValle, the CEO of Variety, the children's charity, and Mike Schneck, chairman of the board. Um, and Charlie, something that I've come to see that Variety is starting to be known as is the My Bike program. Um, and thanks to you, by the way, you have really taken that program forward uh, in an unbelievable way. Uh, so, would you mind telling everyone about the Mike pro- my, my Bike Program, what it is, um, and then uh, share a success story? Sure. Well, the My Bike Program provides adaptive bikes to kids who can't ride a typical uh, two-wheel bike. And what's happened to our kids, we've heard it over and over again, is that because they can't ride a typical bike all summer long, spring, fall, when all their friends or family members are out riding, they're stuck sitting on the porch watching. And we just felt that wasn't right, quite frankly, and it didn't make sense. So um, we've been raising funds for these adaptive bikes, which are $1,800 a piece, but the freedom it gives the kids, the joy that they're able to ride um, along the trails, to be able to ride with their siblings. One um, sister said when she and her brother rode for the first time, she said it was the happiest day of her life, to your point earlier, that you know having a child with disabilities affects the whole family. And really recently we just had a most uh, fantastic experience, which I hope would mobilize all the listeners and their communities wherever they are to think about what they could do for people, children with disabilities. One of our board members is a union leader with AFSME, and 
he sent out in the state college area where Penn State is, in the center of Pennsylvania, he sent out a flyer to all his union local presidents asking him to get the word out about the availability of the bikes. And the one local president who got it was the head of maintenance in State College Area School District. And quite frankly, not being critical, but I think if we took a poll and said to people, do you think the catalyst for children to get adaptive bikes in State College would be the head of maintenance? I think most people, you know, in their stereotypical thinking would say no. Well, what this head of maintenance did, this local union president, he got the flyer from our board member, Mickey Scro, and he marched right into the, the director of special education at State College Area School District. And he said to her, we should be doing this program. Well, on August 10th, just a few weeks ago, at State College Area School District, their 10 kids, for the first time, got adaptive bikes in Center County, State College Area School District, and how thrilling it was to watch those kids ride around the gym following the director of special education who we put on an adaptive bike. But I kept thinking to myself, you know, a lot of people talk about the problem, you know, what we should do, and they want to research it, and they want to appoint a committee. This gym, this head of maintenance, this local union president, he didn't do any of that. He just acted. He felt it in his heart that these kids deserve to ride just like anybody else, and he marched into the special education director's office, and here we were three weeks ago, 10 kids who never had a bike, who never rode a bike before, were riding a bike. Their parents were sobbing tears of joy. I mean, it was a beautiful moment, but I just thought, didn't he give us an example of what we all should do? We acted. He acted on behalf of the kids, and then he got to stand there and see those kids ride the bikes. It was it was really an inspiring moment. Wow, that is great. That is wonderful that that happened, Charlie. That is great. And you know what? That just shows what one person can do. One person that takes action. Look what happened. Well, you know, Um, Joyce, along that line, we had a couple teenagers. You know, people are always complaining about teenagers. You know, teenagers this and teenagers that. But we had two teenagers in Washington County, Pennsylvania, south, who got so fired up. Again, they didn't appoint a committee. They didn't study the problem. They didn't research it endlessly. These two 16-year-olds raised enough money, almost $13,000, for seven kids to get adaptive bikes, and we invited these teenagers to come when the bikes were given out down in uh, South Point in, in Pennsylvania. And I couldn't tell who I wanted to watch more, the kids who were getting their bikes for the first time or these two 16-year-olds who could see the results of their effort, that they worked to raise this money. And here were seven kids riding bikes for the first time, thanks to two 16-year-olds. So sometimes I think, you know, we already have a preconceived notion of who the real child advocates are. Well, one is the head of maintenance in State College Area School District, and the other is two 16-year-old young women down in uh, Washington County leading the way, setting an example for the rest of us to follow. And they didn't talk about it. They acted. Yeah, that that is that that is so... Awesome. And you know, Charlie, this is all about inclusion, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, to be able to, so many parents have told us the child that couldn't ride the bike, 
one parent would stay inside with that child, the rest of the family would be outside. Now they're telling us they're riding down the trails together as a whole family. Nobody's being left out or being left behind. And think of how important it is to have those family experiences. Mike has three kids. What if he had to say to to Sammy, oh, you can't come? I mean, right? how would he feel? And uh, I think we need to take a good look at that. You, you've been a champion of inclusion for decades. We all want to belong, every one of us. It's in the heartbeat of every human being. And I'm just so grateful that through these bikes, who would have thought it would have been so mag- magnificent to go? We didn't know if we could get 50 bikes. Now we're over 1,100, over $2 million worth of adaptive bikes so that these kids are a part of it. They can ride with their friends and their brothers and sisters and moms and dads. And well, In fact, recently we just gave a bike out last um, Thursday, and here's what the mom said. She said, my mother had a heart attack recently. And it was pretty devastating. She can't be very active. She said, but I'll tell you this. She said she can watch her grandson now ride on his new bike up and down in front of her house. How about that? Such beauty was a thing we wouldn't have thought of to encourage the grandmother who had a heart attack. She can watch her grandson. Pretty exciting. And he was nonverbal. It was really... It was very exciting giving him his bike last Thursday up in Altoona, Pennsylvania. It was very exciting. He was thrilled. See, folks, that's what I mean right there. It doesn't just impact the child. It impacts the family. And you have to remember that you aren't just helping your child. You're helping the family, whether it's siblings Mother and father, no matter what it is, it impacts the family. Uh, and I know we have another program, um, Mike, which is the My Voice program. Would you mind reviewing that with our listeners? Sure. What's What's been exciting is, you know, we've gotten more families involved through the My Bike program, you know, over a 1,000, as Charlie said. You know, they really come into our family uh, of variety and listening to them and what other challenges they have. Um, we have you know, a number of kids who are uh, verbally challenged or nonverbal, um, and they would get a, a tablet and a communication device at school, uh, but they're not allowed to take it home. Um, I mean, so it, it's just, you know, a, a challenging situation for these families where, you know, they can't communicate, uh, you know, with their own child, but, um, you know, a teacher or a therapist at school is able to communicate with them. And there, there's, you know, numbers of levels of that. There's obviously the um, just the, the interaction between a, a child and a parent saying, I love you, and, and just communicating and having fun and laughing and all those types of things, but also the safety side of it, you know, making sure that you know, the child's not sick. Um, or, you know, we actually had a, you know, a real situation where a child gets uh, injured on a bus in between, you know, being at home, so there's not really a caregiver with that person, with that child. So how does that child communicate that, um, you know, I fell over, I'm hurt, something, you know, I need, I need care or something like that. So, uh, we provide these tablets to the same tablets that the, the children have at school. Uh, they're preloaded with the same applications that, that their speech therapist um, is using for them. So it's, it's completely seamless from when they're at school to that home. They're, they're using the exact same um, device and, and same applications. And it's, it's just been amazing. Uh, you know, we had no idea um, you know, how, how much of an impact this would have and how much it's going to grow 
Um, but it's it's really just taken off in the amount of uh, folks that could really use this. And, and I know Charlie can comment more, you know, as far as some of the specific, you know, examples of some of the families and what this impact has had. But, um, you know, we're so grateful that they communicated to us that, you know, this was a need and now that we're able to uh, solve it for them. Charlie, I know you have some examples. I remember when you first told me about the breakfast story. I wonder if you could share a couple of stories with our listeners because everyone listening right now, try to imagine that you had the answer to something or you had a need or you wanted to express a feeling and you were not able to. Let me tell you, that's a terrible thing. And this iPad gives people the ability to do just that. Charlie, could you give us a couple examples? Sure. Uh, I'm just even embarrassed in my own thinking today. How would the three of us have this conversation if we were nonverbal? How would we do your radio program? That's right. How, I mean, I, I took it for granted again myself. So, you know, this is so primary communication, listening to each other. We had a beautiful thing. We were just down at Jefferson Hospital in the south of Pittsburgh with uh, Louise Urban, who's the chief executive officer, and she's been very supportive of all our programs. But we had a mom share, and this was just, I didn't see this one coming. It was so powerful. So she has three children. Uh, The sisters are in elementary school, and then she has her five-year-old. And she said, I hear all the time that my two older girls are gifted. They're really smart. People are saying all the time they're teachers. Oh, they're so smart. And then when they get to my son, who's nonverbal, they say, oh, he's very cute. And quite he really was that day. He came in a little kind of coat and tie. He was very, very cute. But she said, I know he's smart, too. I know it's all inside of him. And she said, this communication device that Variety's going to give us today it's going to enable him. People are going to say to me now, he's smart. You have three smart children. She's just started to cry. And, you know, it just struck me how we make these assumptions about people. It's inside this young boy. He just needed a vehicle, an opportunity, a way to channel it. And then, Joyce, as you know, one of my uh, closest friends was Mr. Rogers. And if Fred were here, he'd tell you and all your listeners that he likes you just the way you are. But we were giving out communication devices um, last week in um, Westmoreland County with the county commissioners, um, and uh, it was really, it was beautiful. First we gave out bikes and strollers, and then we came inside. And it was almost, it was like a Mr. Rogers statement. This mother, we're, we're gathered together. And this mother says, with this communication device, my son can now be fully himself. And I thought, wouldn't that have been something Fred would have said? He can be fully himself because he has the means to talk about, like Mike was saying, whether he's sick or in pain, whether he has to go to the bathroom, whether he wants pizza or hamburger, you know, whether he uh, wants to listen to music or have quiet um, it was just a beautiful statement, and I hadn't thought about that that way, that the communication device can enable our kids to be fully themselves. And isn't that what we all should do, try to be fully ourselves? So that was a beautiful statement by one of the moms. One was painful, and the other was hopeful. Um, and 
You know, that's what we have to do. I think keep listening to the parents. They're our teachers. We shouldn't make all these assumptions. We should listen to them and shape our programs by what we learn from them. Fully himself. Oh, my goodness, like that could be a slogan. Fully myself. I mean, that just says it all right there, Charlie. That says it all. And and also, you gave me examples where children have told their parents they want food that they never expected. Isn't that correct? Well, sure. Um, uh, what happened um, one time was um, Grandma, who is involved in caring for her grandson every day because her daughter is a single parent, she'd head off to work and Grandma would come over and she would make her grandson scrambled eggs every day. And Then he got the communication device and Grandma says to him, do you want, do you want scrambled eggs today? And she's telling me the story, and he uses the communication device. He says, no. She goes, no. She's totally surprised. And she says, what do you want? And he says, pancakes. And Grandma just bursts into tears and starts sobbing. She says, I thought he enjoyed it all those years. And I just put my arm around her, and I said, look, you did the best you could at that time. But it's a new day now. How exciting. He can tell you that he wants Pancakes, And again, I think if we're all honest and take a step back and look at our own lives, we take for granted that we can um, say what we want at, a, at home, at a restaurant. We take for granted that we can make choices. You know, one mom told me she took pictures of all the restaurants near their house, put them on her daughter's communication device so that her daughter could pick where they would go to eat instead of always being taken. Well, don't we all want to express our feelings? Yeah, I'd like to have whatever it is. And uh, I just think it's so great. Or, you know, um, we had uh, uh, another mom who who put all her clothing on her daughter's iPad so that her daughter could choose, I'd like to wear the red dress today or the blue jeans and the green top. I bet if we ask Mike, his kids probably have pretty definitive ideas on what clothes they want to wear to school. So again, we have to give our kids at Variety the same opportunities that every other child has, which, Joyce, is what you're doing as you're opening up doors to um, people getting competitive jobs. We have to provide the opportunity, and I'm hoping that what we're doing now with these communication devices, that one day you and I are going to have a conversation and you say, Charlie, that child who started with that communication device at Variety, Bender Consulting just placed them at Highmark or Covestro or FedEx or one of the other partners. Who knows where it will go as technology develops? We might be on the cusp of something far greater than we realize. Oh, I know we are. I know because I've said this before. I'll say it again. Unable to speak, unable to have a voice is like being in prison. And here we are, free. That is just so awesome. And with that, we're going to go to break, and then we'll be right back with Charlie and Mike. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. 
Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back, everyone. And I'm very, very honored that uh, Secretary Clinton sent something she wanted everyone to hear on this show because, as you know, there's a big commitment to disability. So with that, go ahead. We're going to play this clip. You know, uh, the rights of uh, people with disabilities is something that I care uh, deeply about, and we've got to do much more than we're doing I tried really hard to get the um, UN negotiated uh, convention on the rights of people with disabilities to pass our Senate because it's a treaty and we, we couldn't get it through the Republicans and it was such a disappointment. Uh, their attitude was we're not signing on to anything that the UN does, which is kind of strange since air traffic control and postal systems and a lot of other stuff actually have some UN connection. But that's the level of, you know, Tea Party mentality that unfortunately we are uh, living with. And so I want us to do much more here at home. I still want to get the convention uh, agreed to. So I think there are a number of things. Specifically with respect to autism, as you know, I've laid out a plan. I'm the only person running for president. I did it in 08. I've done it again this time because we've got to do much more. We have to do much more on research, early intervention, job training, housing, the whole range of uh, benefits and opportunities that need to be available to people on the spectrum. So that's going to be a high priority for me, and I'm glad you're here talking about it. When it comes to jobs, um, we've got to figure out how we get the minimum wage up and include people with disabilities in the minimum wage. There should not be uh, a tiered wage. And right now, there is a tiered wage when it comes to facilities that do provide opportunities, but not at a self-sufficient wage that enable people to gain a degree of independence as far as they can go. So I want us to take a hard look at raising the minimum wage and ending the the tiered minimum wage. Thank you so much. You know, um, this is very important, this race, and either candidate can send us information 
only Secretary Clinton did. So who knows? On this very variety show, we could have possibly had the next president of the United States. And Secretary Clinton, thank you for your commitment to disability. Um, before I forget this, I want to talk about the gala. I love the gala. Um, you know, you get to see these children with their bikes, which is so powerful when they come in riding those bikes. You have a executive speak, which this year it is Laura Corrette, the CEO of Giant Eagle, and, um, you know, community leaders, so many people. And, Charlie, who else is being honored this year? Uh, Rob Kozell, um, an oil and gas executive who um, pioneered the way for us to get into 10 counties of um, West Virginia. And when I think about that, uh, the fact that we have kids in counties in West Virginia, again, one out of five of them living in poverty, never would have happened without Rob Kozell. So Laura shapira Correct and Rob Kozell, we're so very fortunate to have partners like these two. And anyone listening to the show in Pennsylvania or Ohio, you know that her or father, David Shapira, and now Cindy Shapira, have been the champion uh, of hiring people with disabilities before I started this company 21 years ago. So, I mean, it really is a great honor to have Laura uh, and Rob being honored at this gala. So here's my question, and before I ask this, actually, I want to make a comment first. Here's what it is. I meet people, and they'll say, Joyce, that's so great what you do at Variety. And, Joyce, that My Bike program is so wonderful. Well, folks, we can't do it without money, okay? If you think it's great, make a contribution. You know, don't sit back and tell me how good it is. Make a contribution. So with that, Charlie, uh, when is the gala, where, what time, and how can our listeners donate? Sure. Well, um, we're going to be this year at Heinz Field. Very exciting. And um, we've been over there planning it. We have a special route that the kids are going to ride. And um, I don't know if people can imagine it. I don't think I could until I saw it. But when you have, as you referenced earlier, the opportunity to see these kids ride their adaptive bikes, I remember one of the news anchors asked me one time, what didn't I expect about the My Bike program? And I said, that's easy. I didn't expect to have my life transformed by their joy. And I'm sure, Mike, you would agree with me, having seen these kids and its impact, uh, what would you put into that, of seeing those kids ride for the first time? It, it, it's it's something I think everybody needs to see, and I would encourage uh, any of your listeners, if they can, to attend our gala because we really showcase, you know, the kids. That's you know, there's no band. Um, our kids uh, are the showcase, and we want to show everybody what they're uh, capable of doing with these bikes and communication devices. Um, and it is it's it's life changing. Um, you know, our our job is to get these kids out, get them active, and get them out in front of everybody and show show them what they're what they're capable of. And um, you know, they just they just need a, a bike that's not two wheels. Maybe it's three wheels, but you know they want to do everything that um, any other kid would want to do. 
Um, and it really is life-changing just to see the joy and the excitement to see them accomplish what they, they know they can do. You know, they just needed a little help. And, Charlie, if someone wants to attend the gala or just make it a donation, how do they do that? Sure, they can come right to our website, very easy, Variety, V-A-R-I-E-T-Y, Pittsburgh, P-I-T-T-S-B-U-R-G-H, spelled out, Pittsburgh, varietypittsburgh.org. They can find information on the gala, uh, on any of the My Bike, My Stroller, My Voice. I mean, wouldn't it be incredible today if somebody ended up getting a bike because they heard this program or Grandma heard it and told their daughter and uh, the grandson got a bike? But they can also come to the gala. There's information on how to come, whether it's sponsoring a table or whether it's just um, a couple would like to come and have this experience. Um, you know, I think what, what's happened sometimes is we've got it backwards. We think we are helping the kids. We are, but, you know, I'll never forget these two, Reese and Cody. When Reese got her bike um, at um, to Wexford, the Allegheny Health Network uh, uh, Pavilion in Wexford, her best friend Cody was there. They're, they were nine years old at the time. Her best friend Cody was there in his wheelchair. And then when Reese rode in the Labor Day Parade in Pittsburgh, which Labor invites us to ride every year, going alongside her in his wheelchair again, she's in her bike, was Cody. But then last year when he got his bike at Forbes Hospital, we got there early. The first person there, over an hour before the presentation in her wheelchair, waiting for her best friend Cody to get his bike, was Reese. I think we just wow. need to step back in life and realize that these kids teach us what it's like to support each other and be there for each other and cheer each other on. So I would encourage people to think about coming to the gala. You know, let your own life be open to to how remarkable our kids are and see what difference it makes in, in who you are. Yeah, and I, I'll say this again. I'll say this again. People also say to me, Oh, Joyce, you're making a difference. I wish I could make a difference. You can. Make a donation to Variety the Children's Charity. One more time, the website, Charlie. Uh, VarietyPittsburgh.org, VarietyPittsburgh.org. And, and I think we also should remember, when you have an employer like Giant Eagle, by coming out and supporting the gale in that way, you're saying to its CEO, Laura, we appreciate what you're doing for people with disabilities and giving them the opportunity not to be pitied but to have self-sufficiency in their own lives. I know those are themes, Joyce, you've championed, but I think we need to come also to support Laura and send her the message that we're proud of her and Giant Eagle for what they're doing for people with disabilities in the community. And, Charlie, whether it's my voice or my bike, how do people get selected to do this, you know? Or if there are children in uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio, wherever it is, that want to have a bike, like someone knows someone and says, wow, this would be so great for them, how do they do that? Well, they can come to, again, to varietypittsburgh.org, and they can see if they live in our service area. If not, we can refer them to Variety U.S., which is based out of Los Angeles, and perhaps they can connect, like Mike said, with Variety Wisconsin if they live in uh, Wisconsin. So I would encourage people to come and see 
how we're doing, because I think what's happened, at least for the people in our area, we have very high income eligibility guidelines, $97,000 for a family of four. And I think sometimes what prevents people from applying is they think it's too good to be true. Like I remember one dad saying to me, what's the catch? I said, there is no catch. He said, what's the catch? I said, there is no catch. So I would just I would encourage our parents, take a look at it and see if it's eligible, for, if your family is eligible. And you never know. that Those couple minutes you take to look at it, um, you know, our partners like PNC and Highmark and Covestro and Organized Labor, uh, John Weinstein at the county treasurer in Allegheny County have been getting the word out. So I would encourage families, come look and see. You never know until you see. Um, and once again, if you know of someone, you know of a family with a child, and you know, wow, this would be so great for them, make sure you give them this website. Make sure that they get in touch because it will make a tremendous difference. Uh, so, Mike, over the past year, what do you believe was the greatest accomplishment at Variety? Well, I don't know if I can narrow it down to one thing um, or just one year because um, there, there are so many great things going on and, and these years uh, start blending into each other. Uh, I couldn't be more proud just in, you know, of the progress we've made. In the, and probably the biggest thing is the impact, um, to impact so many kids and so many families. Um, you know, when we started this, um, I don't know how many years ago now, was it four, Charlie? Um, four. You know, we had hoped to maybe get 100 bikes. You know, now we're over a thousand bikes and uh, going over a hundred communication devices, a hundred strollers. Um, you know, the other thing I'm proud of as, as the chairman is um, our expansion. You know, we're all the way out to Hershey Medical Center, all the way up to Erie, all the way down to West Virginia. Um, you know, it's the, our service area just continues to grow. But the other thing that I'm proud of is that you know the, the founding areas of Western Pennsylvania continue. Um, you know to uh, to go on, you know, what, like as Charlie said, we were just in Westmoreland County and Allegheny County and, you know, Washington County um, have always been huge supporters. And, you know, there wasn't just a one-time bike giveaway and, you know, four years ago and, and it never happened again. Um, we continue to service those areas. We continue to find more kids in those areas as we continue to grow and expand our, our service area. And that's, you know, as I see our growth, um, you know, that's what I'm most excited about. At the end of the day, that's impact. You know, we continue to grow our impact and impact, um, you know, the areas where we started this all. So, um, you know, and that's, that's a thanks to Charlie and the staff and everything they, that, that they do. No, and I agree with you so much. Um, and I just want to say, Mike, I want to uh, show my appreciation to you for your leadership. You know, since you have become the chairman of the board, you really have taken this board to a new level, and I just want to acknowledge that to everyone listening to the show. Um, Charlie, I just have to ask you one question. Um, of everything that's happened, what would you say personally is one of the things that has impacted you the most? Yeah, I guess I would say, Joyce, again, that um, like we, sh we were a part of uh, a commercial that Highmark was shooting three of our kids yesterday at Pioneer Education Center, which is a fantastic school for kids with disabilities. And I would say uh, two things happened. One, the joy of the kids as they rode their bikes. I just think what's happened to too many of us, 
to myself included, I'm taking for granted the basic privileges and joys of life. Watching these kids ride their bikes and make the sounds beep, beep, and whooping it up. I mean, the simple joy. It doesn't have to be some great trip somewhere. Their joy is a lesson for all of us on how we um, should live. And then they closed it, the three of them, uh, sang uh, the national anthem. And um, it's just the timing was interesting to me, 9-11 just having been celebrated for 15 years. And here's the three of them. One, um, you couldn't understand his words, but you knew he had the right words, but he sang with all his heart. And I thought again, and, and you know, they've some of them have outlived their life expectancies, and they're marvelous kids, and I think we need to stop looking at them as people who need to be helped, quite frankly, and look at them as people who can teach us something about how to really live life fully this moment right now. And, Charlie, I, get, I want to say about you, that you are just a force of nature. You have taken this so far. I mean, I, I just cannot applaud you enough. Your passion, your dedication, your love of these children. We're very blessed to have you in that leadership role that you are in. And with that, Charlie, what message would you like to leave for our listeners today? Don't think about it. Take action. You can make a difference in the life of a child today. Follow that uh, head of maintenance. Follow those two 16-year-old girls. Make a donation. Spread the word. Commit to taking action. I think if we all did one, you know, it may sound trite, but one good deed, let us take action out of care and kindness and love for someone with disability. It could truly transform their lives and we could have ours transformed in the process. Amen to that. One more time, because I know someone or more than one person wants to make that contribution. The website is? Variety Pittsburgh, P-I-T-T-S-B-U-R-G-H, spelled out, dot org, varietypittsburgh.org. And Joyce, Mike, and I thank you so much for your leadership and that the three of us can share in all that we do, the ups and downs, but the incredible joy and change that's happened. Thank you for all you give to Variety and to people with disabilities around the world. You know what, Charlie? It's a blessing to me. It does something for me. So with that, we end every show with a quote from someone that we believe has impacted the world. And today that quote is, there can be no keener revelation of a society's soul than the way in which it treats its children, said Nelson Mandela. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica. Dot com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.